Difficult times can make it feel like the world is crashing down around us and that we have no control over anything in our lives. Today we're going to talk about not only how to survive these difficult times, but how to get back on our feet and start living our best lives. Welcome back. For those of you who don't know me, my name is Nina and I'm a life coach that specializes in personal development. Here at this channel, we talk about everything having to do with our emotional well-being, understanding our own psychology and living our best life possible. So if you aren't already a subscriber, take a moment and become one because we definitely want you to stay connected. Let's face it, everyone goes through times in their life that can have situations attached to it that can feel almost too difficult to bear. When this happens, we feel that we are in a really dark place that we can't get out of. It could have been a change that happened. It could have come from an illness or a loss or just a variety of factors that just seem so overwhelming that we're not going to get through it. So today I just wanted to offer 12 actionable steps that we can take to not only help navigate through these difficult times, but to help us to start to feel better as soon as possible. The first thing that we need to do is to really assess the situation very objectively. So we want to look at it almost like a third party. So we want to study the situation and see if it's really as bad as we think it is. Is this the true situation or is this kind of a story that we're telling? Are we catastrophizing the story at all? Or is this the true reality? So we just want to get to the bottom of the true situation. We also have to really acknowledge how we are feeling. We want to accept that these feelings are there. We don't want to push them away. We do want to feel them. But then we also want to ask ourselves, is this the only emotion that I could choose to feel in this situation? Now, the key word is choose. We have to remember that we are not a victim of emotions. We are the ones that decide what emotion we are going to feel in any given situation. So it doesn't mean the event didn't happen and it doesn't mean that we're not going to have a response to that, but we can really design that response. So ask yourself if there is another way you could potentially choose to feel about that situation. The second thing we need to do is to express ourselves. We really need to get these emotions out. So we need to either talk about it or write about it. So if you have someone in your life that you're comfortable sharing these things with, and if you choose to do so, that could be a wonderful resource for you. But if that person really doesn't exist in your life, it's not problematic. You can write it out. You can journal or you can, you know, talk it out with yourself. I find when I talk to myself, it's kind of like I'm being my own therapist. And that is a strategy that you could use as well. But we definitely need to express ourselves. The third thing we need to do is to figure out what our needs are in this current situation. So we're feeling a lot of pain, which is completely understandable, but a lot of times pain comes from the fact that we have some kind of need that is not being met. So we have to figure out what that is so we can try to serve those needs. So for example, it could be as simple as we need comfort 
or we need our resolution to the situation, or we are in need of further information. So from there, we can figure out if there are any steps that we could take to help, again, to serve these needs. The fourth thing we can do, and I find this really, really helpful, is to look for the things in our life that we can still be grateful for. And I know when we are in the middle of dark times, it feels like nothing sometimes. We can't really think of anything that we're grateful for. But there are actually always blessings in our life. There are always good things. We just have to search for them. We have to remind ourselves that they are there. For one, we are still here. We are surviving this situation and in and of itself, that is something to be grateful for. But take time to really think of the things that you are still thankful for in your life and put your focus on those things. The fifth thing that we can do is to remind ourselves that this situation will end. This is temporary. This will pass. Now that does not mean that the situation will necessarily change. So for example, if you have suffered a loss, yes, that loss will be there. However, your feelings will eventually change. So your emotional healing will take place at some point. Now we can't always jump from A to Z. So we do have emotions that we have to process and it's very healthy for us to do that. And sometimes there is a grieving period. However, it does pass. So remember this situation and by situation, I mean how you're feeling will change. So remind yourself of that. The sixth thing that we can do is to prioritize self-love and self-care. So oftentimes when we are in these situations that do seem very dismal and very dark, we stop taking care of ourselves and we need to think about just the basic things. We need to think about getting enough sleep, getting enough exercise and our diet, as well as making sure we're not slipping into behaviors that actually make the situation worse. So a lot of times we comfort ourselves by doing things that actually harm us in some way. So we want to make sure that that is not happening and instead we're doing positive, constructive things that will actually make us feel better. Number seven is to accept the situation and to forgive yourself or others. Without doing this step, you will never be able to move on from this situation. So we need to accept the fact that whatever has happened did happen. And we need to think about if we're still holding on to a grudge or holding on to guilt. And we need to address that. We need to forgive ourselves and we need to forgive the other people that were involved because we are holding on to the darkness. We are holding on to this very negative energy and to be able to move into a more positive phase in our life, we have to be able to let that go. So accept the situation and start to work on that forgiveness of yourself and to other people. Number eight is to ask for help. Now, this can be in the forms of friends or families, or it could be in the form of a therapist because we talked about the importance of expressing ourselves, but sometimes that is not enough. But going beyond talking, there are sometimes things in our life that we need help with because when we are in these overwhelming situations, a lot of times we can't get the things done in our life that actually need to get accomplished in a practical sense. So get help in the realm of our mental health by 
talking to someone, but also if we need help maintaining our day-to-day -day lives, we need to reach out to people. So if you need someone to watch your children or you need someone to help you clean the house right now because you're just too tired and stressed to do it, there is no shame in that. There is never any shame in asking for help. It shows your strength because it shows that you are taking the necessary steps to try to get control of your life again. And sometimes the fact of the matter is we need a little extra help. So don't be shy to reach out to other people if you feel that there is anything that they can provide assistance to you on. Number nine, steer clear of, or at least greatly reduce the amount of time we spend with toxic people. And I know in many cases, toxic people, we don't really have an option about. We work with them or they are members of our family. But whenever there is an option, we need to look at the amount of time we are spending with these people and make it as little as possible. So if we know someone is negative for us, they are bringing us down, they are aggravating us in some way, we need to really steer clear of these people, especially right now, because we are in a vulnerable place. We need to protect our energy. We need to protect ourselves from having that negativity seep into us because we know that energy is contagious. So that is something that we definitely want to be aware of. Number 10 is to ask ourselves if there are any elements of this that we could potentially control. Are there aspects of this situation that we could improve upon or take steps to help bring a resolution to? So if the answer is yes, we definitely want to address these things and take steps if there are actionable steps that we could take to help bring resolution to these situations. But if the answer is no, we really have to let go. If we can't control something, there's really no use in ruminating over it. It's a situation that has happened, but we really can't do anything about it except move on. Number 11 is to actually decide that the suffering will be ending. So I know that is, again, very hard to imagine when you're in a situation that you have the control over your suffering, but the fact of the matter is that you actually do. So if it's not now, when are you going to decide that the suffering will end? You need to give yourself an end point. This can't continue forever. And sometimes it takes that boundary that you set for yourself. Okay, I'm going to be sad about this for two more days, or I'm going to be sad about this for one more hour. Whatever it is for you, you're going to set a limit and make a decision for yourself that you are going to end the suffering for yourself. And again, that does not mean that's a, that the situation is necessarily solved or handled, but you're going to put an end to your personal suffering. Mindset is everything. We can control pretty much our whole paradigm by controlling how we choose to think about things. So we are going to decide the mindset that we want to have, and we are going to stick with the plan. Remember also that this too shall pass. We will get through this. So we can help ourselves along with that by deciding to end the suffering and to merely handle the
the problem. And number 12 is to visualize a better future and give yourself things in the future to be excited about, to set goals and to set dreams and to remind yourself again that this is just the situation right now. This situation isn't going to go on forever and there is a big, bright, wonderful future in front of you. So you want to visualize the best case scenario. We spend so much time thinking about the worst case scenario. Let's think about the best case scenario and visualize the life that we actually want to lead. We can work towards positive changes in our life to bring about a better outcome. So there are always steps that we can take and if we really focus instead of on the past, on this present moment, the time we have now, and thinking about that again big bright future that is available to us, we're going to feel a lot better. We are not trapped into the past. We can always choose a new reality. These hardships can make it feel that our whole existence is only comprised of this dark situation that we are in now. But remember, that is not the case. And in fact, these difficult times actually help us really to grow as a person and show us what we do want in contrast to what we don't want for our future life. So just look for the blessings and practice these 12 steps and you are going to start to understand that this is a temporary situation that you can take steps to move out of as soon as possible. So I hope this video was helpful to you and if it was, please like it and share it with someone else who may need to hear this message today. Also, again, if you aren't part of our community, please go ahead and subscribe. We definitely want to stay connected with you. And I thank you so much for spending time with me today. Have an absolutely amazing day.